This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Today, we got a lot to get to for the rest of this week. Uh, January 6th. Finally, we're having those rigged hearings tomorrow night, Thursday night. 8 o'clock, ABC, former ABC uh, producer, is producing the TV production. There are no Republicans on the committee. There, it'll be a one-sided sham, uh, and, and, and good luck to them. I'll be watching Tucker. Tucker, Fox News is not showing the hearings live. Good for them. It's a joke. It is a show trial. It, it is in prime time just to get people to, to tune in so they can spin this thing and hopefully save the Biden regime, save the Democrats in uh, November. Uh, we're thinking, we're thinking maybe, maybe Ironhead will go live. We'll do, we'll do a live show during these hearings. I could do a live, uh, live commentary, but I'm, I'm, we're still working on that. We got to get so, we got to get to so much more. It is uh drag night in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Brewers before their game tonight. I'm sorry. I can't be there. Nicole Jizzington will be performing a dance for the children. And uh, she doesn't like to be called Nicole. Her nickname is Jizz. So Jizz is performing for the children in Milwaukee tonight. And if you think that's bad, I've been getting uh, messages from people in, in Boston. We don't mess around in Boston. We don't, we don't have our drag shows at baseball games or at gay bars like they did in Dallas. Our drag shows are in libraries, libraries, public libraries. Your taxpayers are paying for Ms. Uh, let me make sure I get the name right. I don't want to screw this up for uh, Ms. Diamond Wigfall is performing in Boston Public Libraries, a whole bunch of them. And uh, Ms. Diamond Wigfall is a drag queen, is a, is a guy who dresses like a woman and dresses and, and dances provocatively for the children. And when I say children, I mean of all ages. I'll uh, just give you a tease. I'm looking at their announcement here on the Boston Public Library website. Ms. Diamond Wigfall will be dancing for children ages 0 to 12. It says suitable for children ages 0 to 12. So five, six, seven, eight-year-olds will be enjoying the drag queen at the Boston public library, but don't you, don't you criticize that you bigots. Don't you, it's all in good fun. We're going to, we'll tell you more about Ms. Diamond Wigfall and Nicole Jizzington. If you had your choice, would you pick and you wanted to see one drag queen, would you go with jizz or would you go with Ms. Diamond Wigfall? It depends if uh, my kids are coming or not. I think (laughs) (laughs) your kids are invited. How long, how old your youngest Two. Two. Yeah. Two. Well, two perfectly suitable for two year old. Imagine how confusing that is for a six or seven year old to watch this guy dancing, pretending to be a woman dancing provocatively for them. I, I mean, honest to God, we, I know it was a big deal in Dallas over the weekend where you had these drag shows for kids and the kids were tucking $1 bills into the, into the uh, strippers outfits there and then pretending in this stripper, oh, not strip, pretend stripper was dancing. It was a big deal. It was protests outside. It went kind of global. They're uh, kind of viral. They're uh, introducing bills to ban this in Texas. They'll never ban it in Massachusetts. I tweeted about it last night and invariably get these people say, Oh, why are you obsessed with this? Why can't you just, it's all in good fun. And I'm going, you, 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 you want a drag queen, a cross-dressing drag queen to dance for your five-year-old, your six-year-old take, (laughs) I'm telling you, throw a net over the whole place. Let the kids go, but uh, bring those parents in for questioning because they are not fit parents. We'll tell you more about that. We got, we got Matthew McGonaghy. All I'm going to say about Matthew McGonaghy is I'm glad he's decided not to run for office because I can see him winning over every squishy Republican, every Democrat, every liberal, every, every suburban housewife would just fall head over heels for McGonaghy. He's a great actor, a great performer. I don't think he, uh, made a lot of, uh, proposals or, or suggestions that would have stopped the mass shooting in Evaldi or anywhere else, but Hey, he uh, speaks for a lot of people who are, are very emotional on this issue. We could play some McGonaghy and tell you about that. Um, 
Deshaun Watson is in big, big trouble. And I'm just going to say, I, I just went over the trade, the Cleveland trade with Houston and uh, Houston might be in trouble because they had a little role in Deshaun Watson's kink. <laughs> they played a part in Deshaun Watson's little strange fetish. Uh, they, they helped them. They facilitated it. But the real victim, the real victim is uh, besides the massage therapists, will be the Cleveland Browns fans because this is going to end up being the worst trade in NFL history. Deshaun Watson ain't playing in 2022. We can tell you about this report in the New York Times. It is disturbing to say the least. And Sarah Spain on cue, ESPN Sarah saying, I told you this was coming, not a real bold prediction. But she had some words. She had some thoughts on the uh, Tampa Bay Rays players who chose not to virtue signal, who chose not to wear the rainbow colors to celebrate certain people's sexual orientation. We uh, we told you about them. They did it on religious grounds. Well, Sarah Spain doesn't uh, doesn't want to hear anything any religion. She called them bigots. We could play of that. No, no big surprise. And live golf. We're we're getting into it. We're getting into it. I've been doing, I've been reading up. I'm going to be watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube or wherever it is, the live golf this weekend. I find it hard to blame these guys. They're capitalists and they're cashing in. And we now know, I'm not sure who Ironhead is betting on, but we know who he's rooting for. I assume you're going to bet on them too, right? We'll I'm- tell you going to definitely we'll try to Iron find his favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Iron's favorite team. They're playing in London this weekend. It's only 54 holes, so I assume that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but they're coming to Boston. I'm not sure why I didn't know that before, but they're coming to the International, which is an awesome place. Uh, Labor Day. So, uh get ready for the Live Golf Tournament. And, you know, it's owned by the Saudis. But so what? You know, so what? The uh, the NBA's in bed with China. The NBA's going to the UAE. Lots of these teams are are compromised. If uh, if I want, I'll tune in and give you a full report. And if it's a, if it's a bore, if it's just a money grab, I'll let you know. But uh, we will get into that and a lot more in today's Callahan Show, sponsored by Eugenics. Hey guys, are you getting up there in age and feel like you just can't get in shape anymore? It's not your fault. As men age, our body naturally loses free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. You want more energy to counter the negative effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testafen. It's been validated in five clinical studies and shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Don't let the aging process rob you of your energy and drive. Re-energize your life and help get back that winning edge you had in your youth. Now you can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text Jerry to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to 231231. Text Jerry to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. All right, let's start with the drag show. I have to do this. I have to do this because uh, let me tell you, they, the, the LBGT crowd mob, the, the, the alphabet mafia and their allies in the media, the Boston Globe, New York times, you know, ABC, NBC, they don't want you to, uh, to look behind the curtain. They don't want you to do something like log onto the website, which I did last night, uh, and I'm looking at it right now. This and we, we can get to jizz. jizz. We'll get to jizz. But this is uh, Diamond, uh, Ms. Diamond Wigfall. Pride Month drag story time featuring Ms. Diamond Wigfall. This one is uh, Tuesday, June 14th, 
at the North End Public Library, 10.30 a.m. to uh, 11.15, perfectly good time for all those five- and six-year-olds. Description, what better way to celebrate LGBTQIA plus pride than with a certified fabulous drag queen? Young children and families are invited to any of the five BPL branch locations to participate in a joyous musical story time uh, experience with the uh, illustrious queen, Ms. Diamond Wigfall. Diamond's family-friendly program <laughs> will see kids singing and dancing as their hearts open and their learning grows. Um, they literally write suitable for, there it is on the screen if you're watching along on uh, Locals, suitable for children age 0 to 5, children age 6 to 12. <laughs> This is a guy, uh, I just watched a video. He has videos, posts a lot of videos uh, on Facebook and, uh, and and videos his conversion. You know, he's a guy, normal looking guy, and then he does the makeup and the hair and whatever, that that diamond, I mean diamond, that, uh, that feather, I don't know what that is, a yellow wig or is it a feather boa? He's all yellow. And he dances provocatively for little children. Now, I understand the goal here it's to sexualize kids these are groomers that's i know that's a a controversial term but this is grooming getting kids comfortable with this uh you know with this type of person and you know this type of uh, lifestyle and this culture uh, at a very young age but what's what why would a parent why would a parent want to bring their child bring their five or six or eight or ten year old it is confusing enough being a little kid. This would be very confusing. Is that a man? Is that a woman? What, what is going on here? Mom, dad, well, you can't, you know, go on a duck boat ride that day. You can't go to the zoo. You can't go to the aquarium. You have to go to a drag show. It is remarkable. I think the reason they do this, the reason, well, first of all, um, it, it's this never ending culture war and they're looking for the next, the next front in the culture war. And clearly they are winning. They are winning like they are winning like the freaking 1985 Bears against the Patriots. It is a rout. They are taking, uh, they're they they're taking over public libraries during story time to do this this dance, uh, and you know they're getting everybody in the country, every corporation, professional sports to celebrate them for a month. And if you'd speak out and say, "I'm not really comfortable with this," then you're a bigot, as we will show uh, later on with the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, Sarah Spain on ESPN. But I was watching, obviously, over the weekend in Dallas, that drag show in the gay bar with kids actually participating in it where they are tucking dollar bills in the, in the waistband of the dancers. And it's just sick. It is sick, twisted stuff. And outside they had big protests and you know, brawls and everything else. And then I see the Milwaukee Brewers celebrating pride month. By the way, if you're a gay person and you have pride and you're, and you're, and you're thrilled that the, the, the society's made all this progress, why do you hit your wagon to this? <laughs> Why do you say, yeah, this is important to me to have a guy, I, I guess he's gay, I don't know, the guy dress up, call himself Nicole Jizzington and dance. And by the way, I tweeted a picture of Nicole, I'm sorry, of Jizz, that's what, that's what she, uh, he calls himself. He's, he's, he looks like you in a, in a, in a you know, <laughs> in, a, in woman's clothing. Get the video of, of Nicole Jizzington who will be dancing for the Brewers crowd, for the people in Milwaukee tonight, I think, unless it's been canceled because of the publicity, and the families and the kids who go to the big, go to the ball game, go to see the Brewers, you know, they're excited, go to the park, and they see this, this person. Uh, is that is that Nicole? Yeah, that's, that's, that's. Uh, oh, this is where, oh, I'm sorry, Nicole, I'm sorry, Nicole, I got to back up here. Nicole's in San Francisco. This is San, uh, Nicole dancing for children, uh, similar thing, story time. There's a different dancer who will be dancing for the Brewers. Uh, and I'm just going to say Nicole is much fitter, more fit. Nicole appears to be a much more athletic performer than the one um, performing for the Brewers. The one performing for the Brewers 
is uh, a big girl, a big girl. She looks like, uh, well, if she gets any bigger, they'll have her on the cover of the SI swimsuit issue or <laughs> the cover of uh, Runner's World celebrating, you know, Zoftic women. That's what we do now. But uh, let me, I can send you this, uh, this video of um, the I, dancer who will be in Milwaukee. Whoops. I found it. <laughs> is, is <that> <laughs> I, I mean, think of all the, I, I, I tweeted and said uh, with the, 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 all the uh, marching bands in Milwaukee, all the high school marching bands, were they all busy? Cause think of all the people who would give anything to uh, perform in a, in a Brewers game, all the Wisconsin people or the people anywhere out there, you know, all the bands and the, the acts and the jugglers. And I mean, the people who would love, to perform for a crowd like that. Instead, you have this person who is, uh, I guess this is, uh, do we, can you get it? Can you get her name, his name, whatever his nickname his stage name. Can you find that for me? Cause I'm sure it's creative, but, uh, so do we have her, uh, uh Dora diamond, Dora diamond. I don't, I'm just going to guess again, not her Christian name, but, do we have her, we have Dora singing? Yeah. What does she do? Sing? So she's going to sing for the crowd. Um, lots of singers, I assume, in the Wisconsin area who would love this opportunity. But it's Pride Month, so we have to uh, bring in Dora. Can we? I haven't heard Dora yet. I saw the video. I have not heard her. Can we listen to Dora sing us a few notes? Your pain, your tears, my joy, good times, bad boys. She's taking her clothes off and she shouldn't, she shouldn't. I mean, if you've seen the Lena Dunham, Lena Dunn, Dunham yeah. video, Lena Dunham put out some I don't know, post Instagram where she's in a bathing suit celebrating her fatness and it's pretty gross. She's, she's just uh, disgusting, but, uh, and she's all tatted up and she's puffy and pale that, um, <laughs> so Dora is singing. I guess, you know, I understand why she's such a great, such great voice, isn't she? <laughs> Dora is singing for the crowd. Can't get enough. Again, again, I don't know what's next, but I'm just going to say to my, my, my gay friends, my, you know, Alex Reamer and my other gay LBG, you've won. Okay. You've won. We're celebrating. Everybody's celebrating. Do, do you really have to foist this upon us this 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 person singing for the brewers or miss do you really have to does ms diamond wigfall really have to perform for five-year-olds is that necessary to celebrate lgbq2 what, what, i don't know what you call culture to celebrate their, their their lives that's necessary to dance have drag queens dance for little children there's something wrong man there's something wrong that parents are going to bring their kids to the library. Maybe they'll get there early so they can read some books, check out some, you know, Dr. Seuss. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dr. Seuss has been banned. Can't have Dr. Seuss, but you can have Nicole Jizzington perform for your elementary school children. You know, you could just tell by her nickname that it's family friendly. But we'll, we'll, uh, I, I, I probably won't be going. We'll be uh, following this, see what's next. Cause I don't know what you do after you conquer this hill. You say, okay, we have forced people to, to allow us into libraries to perform for little children. And we have intimidated people to the point where they will not speak out. They will not object. If they do, they are bigots. Uh, but it's, it's remarkable how far we've come, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was just accept us, just treat us like everyone else. Just give us all the rights and, and opportunities of everyone else that happened. They, 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 they won gay marriage, you know, the right to marry. They won you know, the right to, to be themselves. Not good enough. They don't want to accept us anymore. They want celebration. They want to be elevated to, to, to new heights. And they want you to bow down before them and uh, submit. And if you don't, you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. They'll come after you. We've seen it. We've lived through it. Get ready because uh, people, it's not, maybe not in Boston, but they're fed up in Dallas. They're fighting back in Florida. They're fighting back. I'm not so sure uh, yeah, what's happening in Milwaukee. Are you really going to put her back on screen? <laughs> Why'd you find it? Does Dora have any other songs? <laughs> this is the same what is she going to sing? 
what is she going to sing for the Brewers fans tonight? The place will be, there'll be like whatever, 20,000 people there. This person's going to come out. All these, you know, little six-year-old boys with their dads holding their gloves and their Brewers hats. And this is what they're going to be subjected to. What the hell happened to up with people? Well, judging by the, you know, outfit, the judging by the outfit, I'm going to go with anything by the village people, probably. Uh, yeah, honest to God. And it's not like she's, uh, you know, sometimes you say, you see a drag queen dancer and you say, man, what's remarkable. You can't even tell, you know, all the makeup, the hair <laughs> and the voice. Yeah. Uh, no mystery here. <laughs> this looks like friggin' Logan Mankins. So, uh, whatever. I, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to like uh, brag that I called this one, but uh, it was, it was easy one. you saw this one coming down the tracks from a mile away, but we talked about the other day, the Tampa Bay Rays are a super woke franchise. Never hesitate to tweet and celebrate and, you know, they, they you know, whatever, gun violence and gay, gay pride month and everything else. Everything they got is rainbow colored and their Twitter feed is super woke. So they uh, tell their players they're going to have to wear the rainbow flag on their uniforms, not just fly it in the stadium and everything else, but on their uniforms and five players objected, said no. Uh, one player did the uh, speaking for the uh, for the team for the crowd. Uh, what was his name? Jason. Uh, uh, I got it here. Uh, and he said, "It's you know they he was trying to be very uh, you know conciliatory. Word. Um, didn't didn't want to upset anybody, so they accept everyone, love everyone, but they're Christians, and it was. Uh, I, and I knew this is what would get, get him in trouble. He said it was Jason Adam. Um, Jason Adam. He said it was um, a lifestyle they don't agree with, and I said, "Oh, here we go, a lifestyle." And Sarah Spain, among others, went after him. Sarah Spain called him a bigot, of course, and talked about discrimination. Like this discrimination. We just, the, the, the reason Jason Allen was uncomfortable is they're spending a month, a month celebrating a, 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 a in his words, a lifestyle, but a, whatever, a culture, a sexuality, however you want to uh, word it. Some people aren't on board so, and they're not, you know, looking for a fight. They're not, you know, slandering anybody. They're not using any, uh, you know, they're not discriminating against anyone. They're just saying, I'm not comfortable with this. I really don't want the rainbow flag on my uniform. I'm just going to wear the regular uniform. He could not have been more uh, diplomatic about it. Just, you know, not, not into it, but, you know, everyone, we love everyone, accept everyone. God bless everyone. I just don't want to wear the flag. This is the best example. And, I understand it's only Sarah Spain, who's essentially a nobody, just another pinhead liberal on ESPN. But this in a nutshell is what it's all about. You are going to wear what we tell you to wear to celebrate our lifestyle, our culture, our, our sexuality. And if you don't, you better be ready. We're coming after you. This is how it works. The, the LBGTQ mob is vicious. No mob, no group, no, no activists are more vicious than the trans mob. And if you criticize them in any way, if you make fun of Nicole Jizzington and make fun of Ms. Wigfall, they will come after you. If you object to the fact that they're shaking their asses in the face of five-year-olds, they will come after you. Now, this was no surprise at all. We can play. Do we, we have the cut with the question and what's his name? The guy in the middle on around the horn, the, the guy, uh, Tony Reale, Tony Reale again, couldn't, he's just trying to, he's trying to play at both sides. He's trying to say, uh, you know, the players, they're Christians. They, uh, and Sarah Spain will have another one. They are bigots. You don't submit. You don't wave the, the literally the rainbow flag. You don't wear it on your uniform because you're a devout Christian and you're not comfortable with that. You don't say anything offensive. You're just not comfortable with that. According to ESPN, you're a bigot. And look at the panel. I didn't hear the whole discussion, but you don't have to. There's nobody who, who will speak up, even if they think that the players are, if they support the players and they're right to do this, even if they think that they can't say it, that is life at ESPN, life in most of the mainstream media. That is why 
We have things like drag time, the drag queen story hour. That is why we have little children at, at strip clubs giving dollar bills to drag queens because they are pushing and poking and saying, how far can we push people before they object? And if they object, they will stop you like a bug on the sidewalk. Say, how dare you, you bigot. I'm, I mean, honestly, if that drag queen at the strip club in Dallas and they were dancing, pole dancing, whatever, with children, like hand in hand, if they like took their clothes off, would we be allowed to object then? Because, you know, that's the next logical step. And they're going to go that next logical step. If you object to drag queen story hour in Boston public libraries, you're a bigot, you know, you're, you're a homophobe. And that's all by design. Uh, I asked this the other day. I'll ask it again. Simple question. Why this is wrong. Why this is over the line. If the dancer in the Dallas strip club or at the Brewers game, the singer dancer or at the Boston public library was an actual woman doing the dance, you know, the, with, with the, whatever the feather boa and doing the shake in her ass, you would say that's wrong. You would, uh, most people would agree. Most parents would agree. No, I don't want a woman dancing like that in front of my children. It's such a, it's, it's acceptable because it's a man, because it's a drag queen. For some reason, that's all in good fun. A woman, uh, you know, a, a biological woman would be, well, you'd say, no, I don't want a stripper, an exotic dancer in my kid's library. But somehow it's a man dressed as a woman and that's cool. That's cool. But uh, let's get to Sarah Spain discussing uh, on around the horn. If you're not aware, it's the five people, they all say the same thing and they have a little buzzer. I don't know. I haven't seen this show in years, but you knew it was coming. As soon as the Tampa Bay Rays, five of them said, you know, enough. I don't need to wear, I don't need to wear the rainbow flag. I'm not, I don't have a problem. Fly it, celebrate it. Just don't. Don't force me to submit. Don't force me to bow down and doing something that I don't want to do. That's all they said. I commended them for their courage because that is courage in this day and age. And here's why, because people in the mainstream media will label you a bigot and kind of like with Josh Donaldson, the Yankees, when they labeled him a racist, good luck shaking that, you know, getting rid of that scarlet B, that scarlet B for bigot on your forehead. Uh, but uh, let's listen to this discussion as it unfolded on uh, Around the Horn. He's Tampa pitcher Jason Adams to the Tampa Bay Times. Hard decision because ultimately we all said we want them to know that they are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on or anything or differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage if it, we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Sarah Spain, how does that all come off to you? Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling it a lifestyle reveals to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. This is not just about baseball. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, prescriptions, all sorts of rights. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say okay. trying to... Uh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, almost everything she just said there was a lie. Nobody's being denied health care. Nobody's being denied children. I mean, just the opposite. There's no more protected class, privileged class, than LBGTQ uh, individuals. I mean, you you can't discriminate. You've got. I mean, have you watched you know TV commercials lately? Sarah's paying. You can't turn on a, a show without seeing a commercial with like two gay guys or you know two two women. I mean, in in, in, a, in a health in a whatever a car insurance commercial. There's there's very little bigotry discrimination against them. And I'm going to use as evidence that the entire league is celebrating their sexuality for a month. <laughs> How could that possibly be interpreted as discrimination? Because one guy representing five players said, 
we really don't want to wear the patch. We're all, we're cool with everything. We, we, we love you. We accept you, but we don't want to wear the patch. People like this are the problem. People like this are the foot soldiers in this movement. You step out of line and they will sick Sarah Spain on you. And she'll give you that word salad, that mess. She just went through talking about how oh, this kind of bigotry leads to discrimination. Okay, give me an example. Give me an example. I'll give you a thousand examples of just the opposite of people like, you know, what we just gone over, people like these drag queens who would not be allowed to do this if they were women. You know, a lot of discrimination, you know, against uh, Leah Thomas. I mean, a lot of discrimination against, oh, I don't know, you you name the the, the gay singer, actor, whatever, the, 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 you know, the non-binary performer. There's, it's just not there. So she's going to make it up. She's going to invent it and she's going to blame these guys, these religious guys who have a religious objection, which used to be respected in this country. But now that's uh, what did she say that uh, that just used an excuse or, oh, God, she is just just disgusting. She really is. I mean, they couldn't have done it with more class, you know, just saying we just don't want to wear the patch. We're good, we're good with everyone. We love everyone. We just don't want to wear the patch because we're Christians. You know, that should be. They're right. Shouldn't it be? I mean, didn't we have you know, a right, right to uh, religious liberty? Shouldn't it be you have a right to choose? You should be forced to celebrate the sexuality of somebody else. It's just a bizarre take. But again, this is a power play, much like putting the drag queens in, in, uh, in, in schools. Is Go ahead. Dare you to stand up to us. We dare you. If you do, off with your head. We will send the mob after you. I've been there. I've seen it. We've seen it. Oh, I was, I was listening to Matt Walsh yesterday talk about all the death threats. They're coming after him. Matt Walsh from Daily Wire, who made the movie "What Is a Woman," exposing this twisted ideology that they, this religion now, this trans religion. If you object, they will come after you. They will crush you. They've done it before, and they will do it again. And useful idiots like Sarah Spain will be out in the front lines doing their bidding for them. It's, it really is sick. It really is sick. It is twisted. Uh, um, good luck to these Tampa Bay guys. Cause they're not done with them. It's a month, it's not a day. It's not a week. It's a month. And they, if they don't submit, they will become, you know, the, the fate, the, the new bigots, the, uh, the, the gay bashers, the, 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 the these, these haters, because they won't wear a little patch, won't wear a little patch. But we expecting nothing else from ESPN and from the mainstream media and people like Sarah Spain. But uh, what do we got? Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren tweets, how has gay pride evolved to the point where we all have to co-sign it? If you are proud of who you are, why does everyone else have to be proud of who you are? Good point by Tommy. It is not about acceptance that's long since sale they got acceptance you know 20 years ago uh this is about submission this is about bowing down before them and saying yes may i have another that's what it's about and if you don't if you don't bow down good luck to you because they have the full force of the mainstream media behind them they have the government they have the president of the united states who ignored d-day celebrating trans visibility day and talking about how we got your back and everything i mean they couldn't wield more power right now. They, they control everything, which is why you have people like this lunatic dancing before the Milwaukee Brewers game, dancing and singing. This awful singer, awful dancer, hideous-looking person is performing. I can't get over that. But uh, so, so Nicole Jisington is dancing for kids in San Francisco. Uh, Ms. Wigfall is dancing for uh, kids in Boston public libraries, ages zero to 12, Ms. Diamond Wigfall. And what's that woman's name again? Nora Dora? Dora Diamond. Dora Diamond will be singing for the Brewers crowds, and you better enjoy it. You better say how wonderful it is. If you don't, you're a bigot and a hater. (laughs) This person, why are you doing this? We have more video and pictures of Dora Diamond. Who'll be shaking it for the uh, kids in uh, whatever it's called out there, Milwaukee, whatever the ballpark's called these days. Beautiful park. They still got the guy that slides down into the beer, but uh, they got they got Nicole, whatever her name is, Dora Dunn there, Dora Dora Diamond. But all right, let's. We got so much to get to. We got to get to this uh, this this. 
Deshaun Watson story, which is wild. Bad news for Browns fans. The New York Times has come after Deshaun Watson. Kind of saw that coming. They, 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 uh, and they have destroyed. I mean, he is he is out. I'm sorry. You're not going to see Deshaun Watson playing on the game till at least 2023, in my estimation. We'll give you the details on that. January 6th hearings coming up. Matthew McGonaghy. And uh, we're going to tell you why uh, Ironhead is really excited about the live the live golf tournament this week. I'm kind of excited too. But first, let me do Radix. All right, let's talk about Radix. Radix Premium Cannabis was started by three lifelong friends and cannabis connoisseurs out of Texas, and they're a nationwide leader in the cannabis industry, offering only the very best products. Cannabis is one of the oldest medicines known to man and has been exploding in popularity in recent years with increased use of federally legal CBD and Delta-8 products. No matter what you aim to do with cannabis, Radix is your remedy. Their premium hemp is grown organically in the U.S., and their CBD uses the most advanced technology for maximum effectiveness. If it's on Radix's site, it's better than the rest. Their hottest items are THC gummies. These are a great tasting way to enhance your recreation time, reduce anxiety, increase your appetite, or all of the above. They also carry Sleepy Bears, which are delicious and effective sleep aid gummies infused with melatonin. Another popular item, Delta 8 Vapes, which don't clog like most of the vapes, and they work fantastically. Additional products Radix offers include topicals, edibles, dry herb, and cannabis-enhanced Nootropics. All of their products can be purchased as monthly subscriptions at reduced rates. Get 15% off and free shipping on orders of $35 or above with promo code Jerry at RadixRemedies.com. Check them out and take advantage of the special offer we've secured just for our listeners. And remember, Radix, your remedy. All right, we'll get to... uh... Uh, we'll get to Mc- Matthew McGonaghy on January 6th, but I got to do this, Jan- uh, this Deshaun Watson. As as you may know, I'm kind of reluctant to to read the New York Times. Usually I just, I don't, I don't even know how it works. They have, everything's behind a paywall, so I don't really, uh, I'm going to get it up in front of me. It's a long story, really long story by, uh, uh, what's her name? Jenny Vrentis. Jenny Vrentis used to be at SI, I believe. Very long, very detailed story. They went over every woman who accused Deshaun Watson uh, in detail. Every of the 24 women who are, are going after him in civil court, uh, they 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 do the numbers. They run the numbers to Deshaun Watson. And I've said it before, but it is more. This has been confirmed beyond beyond any doubt. Now he's a freak. Deshaun Watson is a freak. He is a kinky, weird freak. He met at least 66 women for massages over a 17-month period. 66 was separate women, some of them multiple times. But he's got this weird fetish. I mean, it's probably a name for it this day and age. But he could he didn't want one masseuse, one massage therapist who was really good, or even two or three, or even six or seven. He wanted a new one every day. And I think when you read this, I think what turned him on was making them uncomfortable was, you know, taking off the towel and there he is fully erect or telling them to do weird stuff. One massage therapist says that he got in the happy baby pose. Now you're a big yoga guy under Ironhead. Do you know what the happy baby pose is? I don't know that one. Well, I do. You're lying on your back, your legs are up in the air, and you grab your toes. Go ahead, try it right now. See if you can do it. You grab your big toes, and your ass is like up in the air. He got in the happy baby pose and told one massage therapist to rub him between his package and his and his ass. I mean, his taint, in other words. I mean, it's just one accusation like this after another. He's a strange, weird, kinky guy. And, and he went out of his way. He would drive like all over the place just to get a new massage therapist that he could violate. I mean, there were some that had sex with him. There's some that gave him oral sex. I assume they thought there was some real money in it. And there was, he, he paid, but he was, his thing was to make them touch him when they didn't want to and hit and touch them with his penis. And he is a sick bastard. 
And I mean, you go through the whole thing. It's, it's just remarkable. One, uh, um, one accusation after another, he, he was two grand juries in Texas failed to uh, charge him criminally. That comes into question in this story. And they talk about Rusty Harden, his lawyer, the guy who got Clemens off that, that, you know, country lawyer, country bumpkin, Rusty Harden, who's 80, he's 80 years old. And he is in contact. They got a hold of text messages. Rusty Harden is in contact with the prosecution over and over. They have this relationship where they're talking Rusty Harden, whatever Deshaun Watson paid him, earned it. He got him out of criminal trouble of, of, of criminal charges. And, but now it's just civil and that you're thinking, Oh, he'll settle it. He'll pay them, but he's offered to pay them. And some of them have uh, uh, turned it down. And for good reason, it appears to me, you know, they got him, they got him, they got texts and they got witnesses and they got all kinds of evidence against this freak. And this is in the New York times. And the NFL office, commissioner's office, they pay attention to this. They're in New York and they're woke and they're liberal and they probably read the New York Times every day. And they are going to uh, go over this and they're going to talk to people. And he ain't playing in 2022, uh, at least. If he gets one year, I'll I'll be surprised. Just, Just one year, I'll say he got off easy. I mean, you're talking about a league that suspended the best player ever for four games a quarter of the season for allegedly taking air out of a ball, which he didn't do. But even if he did, that's the standard. This freak has, uh, has, has, I mean, obviously he's victimized women. He's violated women and working class women, women of color, you know, lots of them. And, um, I'm not sure how you get out. I'm sure how you talk your way out of that. We have his defense. We know how he defended himself. Um, yesterday, he put up uh, a short post on Instagram using rap lyrics. Now, I'm going to guess the New York Times story is about, I don't know, six, seven, eight thousand words. Um, Deshaun Watson posted about 20 words. Here it is. This is the defense for the guy being accused of violating mm, only about 66 women. It's from Rich Off Pain featuring Red Wave. Is that one of your favorites, Ironhead? Not not on my radar, but... Never heard of him. Rich Off Wayne. I'm sorry, that's the song. The artist is Lil Baby and, I don't know, Red Wave. See, the blogs can't break me down. See, I'm the voice. I don't reply. But the rumors y'all done heard, I'm a humbly deny. Yeah, yeah. That's what you get for your franchise quarterback, Cleveland Browns fans. Say goodbye to Deshaun Watson. And I, uh, if you haven't uh, read the New York Times lately, you can read it for free. I think the paywall allows, I don't know, a couple stories a month. I uh, suggest you read it and get back to me. You can't read this and say he's innocent. You can't read this and say they're all lying. It is amazing that he hasn't been suspended already. It's amazing that the NFL allowed that trade to go down. If you're a Browns fan, I know they're long suffering. There is, you know, no one has suffered more than Browns fans, but there's a lot of them and they're passionate. I got bad news for you. Your team made the worst trade in NFL history. I mean, literally. This is the worst, this, I mean, obviously it hasn't played out yet. I'm just going to predict it will go down as one of the worst, if not the worst trades in history. I'm looking at it right now before the draft. Obviously the Browns received QB Deshaun Watson and 2024 fifth round pick the Texans in exchange for this freak, the 2022 first round pick 2023 first round pick 2024 first round pick, 2023 third round pick, 2024 fourth round pick. So the next one, two, three first round picks, and then a couple more. The Browns traded their next three or one that just passed the three first round picks for a guy who's not going to play. At the same time, they alienated their for a former starter, Baker Mayfield, who hasn't shown up at the the, uh, practices, whatever, OTAs, anything, because he wants out and he's going to get out. 
And then I don't know what they're left with, but uh, imagine giving up all that for a guy, then reading about what kind of guy, and then to top it all off, signing him to a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try to find some a deal worse. Try to find a deal looking at the whole package at the, at the what you gave up at letting your other quarterback go and paying him an unprecedented amount of money. And he is this kind of, A, he's this kind of person. When you read about it, you say, this is my franchise guy, this freak. And B, a guy who's not even going to be available to play. When he played, I loved him. I voted for, for Heisman. I love watching him play. I do think he's a franchise quarterback. If he were, you know, if he were, if he were normal, if he just didn't, we didn't have this strange kinky fetish, then I would be all in pay him, play him. You'll, you'll win. But man, how you could entrust your franchise to this kind of lunatic without, you know, they'd made this deal after this stuff was known, not all of it, obviously, but they knew he was a weirdo. If they did their homework, the due diligence, they knew he was heading for trouble in civil court and heading for suspension. And they made the deal anyway. Bizarre, just bizarre. But uh, I, I, I suggest you read up if you think, you know, yeah, if you think, yeah, he said, she said, or, you know, whatever. Good luck with that because uh, the Houston Texans, by the way, they're not in as much trouble as the Browns because the Browns gave up a franchise for a freak, but the Texans made a good deal, but they're in trouble. They're going to get fined. They're going to be repercussions because they supplied – Deshaun Watson with the venue, like he went, he'd some of these massages, some of these women, they were in the stadium or in a hotel that they set him up in. And they gave him the non-disclosure forms. They told him like the head of security gave him the forms and said, you better have these girls sign these. And he did. And some of them signed him. Some didn't, it doesn't matter. He's in trouble. But the team is got some involvement, some explaining to do. The league will come down hard. They will suspend Watson, I'm guessing, for a year, and they will uh, levy a hefty fine on the Houston Texans. But uh, my condolences to Browns fans because it is it is just ugly. Your team invested in a freak. All right, let's get to, uh, before we get to live golf and find out who uh, Ironhead's betting on, I want to get into this. Um, January 6th thing tomorrow night. It is the biggest sham of all time. If you're not paying attention uh, quickly, there are no Republicans. They wouldn't allow Republicans on this. Jim Banks, Jim Jordan were supposed to be Nancy Pelosi kicked them off named rhinos, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who both hate Trump. The whole goal of this thing is to destroy Trump. That is the goal to stop him from running for 2024, which you know what? I'm not, that I wouldn't be that disappointed. I'm a uh, DeSantis guy, but if you, if you not, if you just have a, just kind of glancing over at this, not paying a lot of attention, it is a joke. They're not allowing one side to speak. They're not allowing the other side to testify. There's been hearings before lots of hearings, you know, Benghazi and Watergate and everything else. Um, There's never been primetime hearings made and packaged for TV. They hired the former producer, James Goldston, of Good Morning America to produce it for television. They're putting on 8 o'clock at night, not the way they usually do during the day. And when one network, Fox News, said, we're not going to cover it, all the usual, you know, Brian Steltlers and CNNs, and oh, how could they do this? How can they not cover it? They're counter-programming with Tucker Carlson tomorrow night. Good for them. Tucker will beat them in the ratings. The whole thing will be a joke, a sham. There's whistleblowers who want to talk about the FBI involvements. They won't let them speak. They won't talk about all these important questions of why they opened the door and let the people in on January 6th, why the cops didn't stop them, why they didn't use the National Guard, why they didn't lock the door. All those questions will not be allowed. It is a one-sided political sham show designed to do nothing but destroy Trump and all his supporters. It should, it should bother everybody. This thing is, this is banana Republic stuff. This is, this is un-American. I, uh, I don't know that I'll be watching much of it. I mean, hell I'll be watching. Uh, 
I'll be watching Tucker, but uh, it is, even if you're a partisan, even if you hate Trump, you have to admit this is a joke, but good luck to, good luck to uh, Lynn Chilist. By the way, half the other Democrats on the committee objected to the results of the election in 2016. They objected to 20 and 2000 when Bush won, they, they do this all the time. And now they want you to think if you objected to the results of the election, you're un-American uh, spreading the big lie. You belong in jail. This is sick. This whole thing is sick, but uh, we'll keep you updated on it. All right, let's get to, uh, I want to do Matthew McGonaghy before we get to, uh, Game three tonight and the live golf tournament. But let me do Shay and then I'll get to those stories right after that. I would have been telling you about Shay Concrete for a long, long time. Today we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? (laughs) And we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. Uh, I got to give Matthew McGonaghy credit. He's a really good actor. He's a good performer, very emotional. I watched it talking about the one little girl who died with the green sneakers and held up her drawings. And he's, he's, he's good at this. I'm glad he's not getting into politics because I think he's a Democrat. He's certainly not a Republican and he's good at yanking on the heartstrings, which is what Democrats do. He's good at getting emotional without uh, making any real you know, concrete proposals or solutions he suggested they do a lot of things, universal background checks, red flag laws, raise the age. Almost none of it would solve the problem. I, I agree that raising the age to 21 would have stopped Ramos from getting an AR-15, but two things. One, he would have got another gun. He did get another gun. He would have, And since the cops let him have an hour with the kids, he'd have killed just as many kids with another gun. Wouldn't have solved the problem. Red flag logs. Nobody even knew he had the guns. Uh, universal background check. He passed. No, no problem. And we never, my problem with McGonaghy is the same as it is with all the people in the media and in politics who are exploiting that one mass shooting. When we had 13 mass shootings over the weekend that killed 17, injured 61, no mention of it. It's like it didn't happen because they didn't use an AR-15 and they weren't white supremacists. No mention of it. We talk about Uvalde and good, we should. We should, we should, we should not stop about Uvalde until that cop, that, that slob, uh, who by the way, didn't show up at his first city council meeting, didn't show up. Uh, until he's in, in jail, we should talk about it. Until these cops are shamed, fired, blamed for this, we should talk about it. It's an important story, but when they act as if they're presenting solutions, you have to, you know, look at it and say, would it have stopped the shooting? And the answer invariably is no. Um, Of the top 10 mass shootings in U.S. history, the raising the age, all all these ideas would have stopped one of them, and that would be Uvalde, because he wasn't 21. But all the rest are, you wouldn't stop them, whether they use an AR-15 or not. It's just like we pretend these are solutions because they make people feel good. Oh, yeah, we got to get guns off the street. You just ignored 13 mass shootings around the country over the weekend because they didn't fit your narrative. But 
he was good. He's, you know, he's, he sounds sincere. He sounds genuinely affected. He, you know, got emotional. I'm sure the Democrats were drooling saying, can't we get him to run against Greg Abbott in Texas or, you know, run against Ted Cruz for crying out loud. He is, he would be formidable because he is such a good speaker actor. But again, he's, and he's a good Democrat because he operates on emotion. That's what they do. Not a lot of concrete solutions, by the way, did you just show that video of him when he pointed to his wife with the sneakers? I don't have that. I can grab it though. Yeah, I thought you just showed it. I thought you just had it on the screen. No, this was another. It was a different video. Because he's talking about the girl. You can get it. It's, it's talking about the girl who died, ten years old, and they had to use the green sneakers to identify her. She was that messed up by Ramos, and they show the sneakers on his wife's Camilla McGonagall, his wife's lap. And not, I didn't think of this, but I saw it. It's a thing on Twitter. Those can't be her sneakers. They're brand new. They're spotless. Are you telling me that this was a 10 year old kid wearing these sneakers and she got shot and she was destroyed literally with this gun? And those are the sneakers. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, that, you know, we always use often use props. And I believe those were her drawings. He held up, but the sneakers, they look too perfect. I'm sorry. And it doesn't matter. It's not important, but it's just a uh, observation I made, but let's listen to a little, go ahead. Play me some uh, McGonaghy. I feel like I'm watching uh, Wolf of Wall Street when I hear him. Cause he's got great cadence. You know, he's got the great twang. He is good in front of a crowd or in front of a camera, but go ahead. Enough with the counter punching. Enough of the invalidation of the other side. It's come to the common table that represents the American people. Find a middle ground, the place where most of us Americans live anyway, especially on this issue. Because I promise you, uh, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we are being told we are. I don't know. I, I think we are. But hey. I'm glad he's not running for office because I have no doubt that the uh, I have uh, Democrat, the media would swoon. I don't have the video. The only one I could find was like eight minutes long, so I wasn't going to be able to find it. But here is the picture of the green shoes. Yeah, don't the, you tell me they are spotless. They are perfect. Doesn't matter. I mean, I wouldn't want him bringing bloodstained ones anyway. But they claimed that this was how they identified the girl. Is that true that you could do that much damage with the guns that you couldn't identify the body? If but, he shot her enough times for sure. And they, right. They held up drawings that she made and talked about her and he got choked up and everybody got choked up. It was very effective. He's, he's good on his feet. I mean, again, no real solutions, but uh, I think he spoke for a lot of people, you know, the frustration, the passion. And by, besides that, we know he lived there. When he was a little kid, his mother was a kindergarten teacher. He said he just spent five or six days in Evaldi. Five or six days. That's a long time to spend with grieving families for a super celebrity. So credit to him. You know, he walked the walk. Good for him. I don't know if any of that stuff will matter. And then he had, and then he, then he spent time with Nancy Pelosi and Dick Durbin and Joe Manchin and hung out on Capitol Hill. And I, I could just see, could just see all those politicians fawning all over him. But uh, I let's do it, Ironhead. This weekend, LIV Live Golf in London. This story, I don't know why. This is fascinating. That uh, people want lots of golf fans, lots of traditionalists. You know, Jack Nicholas and lots of players want to demonize the guys going to the Live Tournament. But if we know anything about golfers, they're capitalists, right? They are, they are individual little corporations. They have logos on them and deals with private jet companies and car companies. And that's what they do. They have agents and business managers and they make money. They like to win. They like to play, but they like to make money. Even if it's a Dustin Johnson, a guy who's you know third all time in the money list, I believe, who's made a lot of money, won majors, won tournaments. They came to him and they said, we'll give you 125 million. And I'm looking at the schedule. And even, even if you uh, play in all the tournaments, there's only eight, <laughs> eight tournaments. Does that mean 
like Dustin Johnson gets 125 million to play in eight tournaments and then he gets to win. They have 48 golfers in the tournament, 54 holes, and the prize money is $25 million. Uh, they have a team prize where they all get on their own teams, and that's $5 million, and then an individual purse of $20 million for a field that has 48 players. These guys, all of them, Kevin Na and Sergio and Ian Poulter, are going to make money. That's their goal. That's their uh, objective when they you know, get up in the morning, when they go to the range, when they work out, is to make money. They are going to make money. Dustin Johnson just got guaranteed more money just to sign on with this tournament than Tiger Woods has made on the course in his entire career. I think it's $125 million for Dustin, 121 for Tiger, something like that. Yeah. They're there. And, uh, you know, there's no heavy lifting. Again, three days. They go from London on June 9th, that's this weekend, to Portland, Oregon, June 30th to July 2nd. None of them's going to fly commercial. They'll be flying big private Saudi jets. Then they go to Bedminster, New Jersey, July 29th. That's uh, uh, Trump's course, and Trump has a score to settle with the PGA, so I'm sure he has uh, opened his arms wide for this tournament. Then their next tournament after that one, September 2nd, Boston, Massachusetts, or actually Bolton, Massachusetts, at the International. And then Chicago in mid-September, and then Bangkok in October, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, October, and finish up in Miami, Florida, October 27th. That's it for that. For that, uh, Phil Mickelson got $200 million. Dustin Johnson got $125 million. Tiger had offered like a billion. Um, the Saudis are behind this, but are they supposed to say, no, those Saudis are bad people? What about, you know, the, again, the NBA does business in China and they're playing games in UAE. Uh, there's all kinds of, you know, tenuous connections to unsavory people. I would have no problem uh, rationalizing this. If I were a player and I was looking at match money or if I were Phil Mickelson and I had some gambling debts, I could rationalize this. They're still eligible. These guys could still play in the U S open next week. They're eligible for the, the majors except for the PGA and they quit the tour. Dustin Johnson quit the tour. They can re uh, submit when they want, like next year they can try to come back. Um, this, this is, you know, this is capitalism. You know, this is competition. Why shouldn't, why should they, uh, I, I, I think it'd be illegal to forbid, to deny some way for them to participate in another tour. Wouldn't that be uh, a monopoly? Is that what we want? A monopoly? I'm, I'm all in. I want to watch this and see how it goes. I'm looking forward to them coming to Boston. Uh, I'm looking forward to the competition. Hell, maybe we'll so now we'll see the PGA Tour pay more. Maybe they'll give the players what they what they deserve because there's a little competition and they have to keep them. But let's get to your bet. You got to do this, Ironhead. You got to bet on the uh, Kevin Knott team. I have to, yeah, definitely. Okay, you you don't have the right tweet in front of you, but the Kevin Knott team. What's well, the odds just, for the tournament? We we should just give it. Well, what what point does that make if I'm pointing out what you have to bet on? You have to bet. Here are the teams. They have a draft. Uh, The captains, there's uh, whatever it is, a dozen teams. Uh, Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter, Kevin Na, they all have teams with names. Dustin Johnson's team is the four aces. Graham McDowell's the niblicks. Peter Uline, that's an interesting one. His father's the CEO of uh, Titleist. He's playing. He's the crushers. Phil Mickelson is the HY Flyers. I don't know what that means. Sergio's the fireballs, but here we get to the Kevin Knott team, the Ironheads. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are for uh, his team, but you got to put a couple bucks down on the Ironheads. I'm definitely going to have uh, to do that. And they have team tournament, team score, and they win. There's going to be all kinds of little dynamics that we're not used to that's going to make it interesting, at least for a while. And they're not overdoing it. They're not saturating it. You have eight tournaments total uh, and you know, 48 guys total. So I'll be watching go iron heads. Although I don't love Kevin. Nah, he's too slow. So slow. I only, right. I wrote for fast guys. I root for guys who, you know, teed up and hit it and, uh, and like Josh Allen. So, uh, 
But I don't know who I'm rooting for, but I'll be watching at uh, this weekend in London. Quickly, game three tonight. Celtics are going to win. What's the line? Uh, just went down to three and a half from four. Three and a half. I'm taking the uh, the favorites, and I'll tell you again why. Steph Curry doesn't have enough help. I think uh, they're just not a well-balanced team. They have the greatest shooter ever. And uh, he needs Clay Thompson to revert to his form, knocking down threes. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's hurt. I think he's lacking confidence. I don't think they have another guy on the offensive end who can help take the pressure off Curry. Plus, you got the home court. You got the, a lot of rest for Smart and uh, and Robert Williams. So I like the home team tonight and in the tournament. Have you got your bets in yet, Ironhead? No, yeah, I can't legally place them from this state, so I'm going to do that when I get home. But oh, what do you? You think? one of those people who pulls over in the rest area once you cross, like <laughs> uh, like Mutt does, pull over in the rest area, make your bet. No, I just do it from my living room. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you think on the over two twelve and a half? Two twelve and a half. Go with the over. I hate rooting for unders. It's you know? so boring. In any sport, I don't like. Betting on unders and, and rooting for unders is just agree. uncomfortable. I like rooting. Go score. Yeah. And these guys, I mean, they can light it up. It is amazing how good teams shoot from way outside. I guess that's what they work on. That's what they grow up doing. But so what I think I'm gonna go with is Celtics minus three and a half in the over two twelve and a half. I'm going for the under on what Clay Thompson's supposed to score. Cause if he can score, if he lights it up, then uh, then uh, Gold State wins. But I don't think that's gonna happen. All right, but we shall see. It's on like at midnight tonight. Uh, we'll be uh, watching yeah. that, and we'll give you a little. Uh, we'll give you our thoughts. I'll recap tomorrow. But uh, we will leave it there for today. Thanks to everybody for watching, for listening. I never checked the comments. Did you? I got so much here. I never even looked for comments. We'll do it tomorrow when the uh, after the game, and uh, we'll do it Friday after the uh, after the hearings. And uh, after Deshaun Watson gets suspended for like a decade, you know what? If he gets a year, they're getting off easy. I wouldn't be shocked, would not be shocked if they got more than a year. More than a year. You have 66 victims, all women, working class women. You got the New York Times. You got a lot of people on his ass. Well, he'll he'll get Ray Rice. Which he likes. I give you that. He (laughs) likes that. But figuratively a lot of people on his ass and this is not good he doesn't have a lot of support a lot of friends especially when you read this read the details this guy is a freak but anyway we'll wait for uh, more on that not good for deshaun watson in the cleveland browns all right thanks ironhead i'm jerry callian this is the callahan show and we will do it again tomorrow Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.